Welcome to the Global Business Women's Pod, brought to you by the Greater Houston Women's Chamber of Commerce. I am Susan Dyson and proud to be the CEO, President, and Founder of the Chamber. Please join us for this empowering podcast every Thursday at 6 p.m. Tell me about yourself, um, kind of your personal bio outside of work. Okay. Um, well, for starters, I am relatively new to my position here as audience development director at the Ensemble Theater as well. Um, I will make a year here um, this upcoming mid-May. Um, my background is in arts, entertainment, and media management uh, with a focus in music business. I also have a background in film, video, and television production. I've worked for BET Networks. Um, with their marketing and their programming department. I've also worked with um, Amazon and with Nielsen Ratings, uh, mm -hmm. as well as a whole slew of um, mid-size and startup entertainment and media-based businesses. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're, am I going to um, see you being like a producer for um, a big time movie soon? You know what? I hope so. I hope so. Um, got some projects in the works um, outside of the ensemble theater that I hope are leading in that direction. Um, I'm also a recording artist, so I have an album out uh, that has visuals as well. Um, mm -hmm. And then I'm working on several television and short film projects right now. And, um, you know, we'll see what 2023 has to bring. Oh, well, a lot of good you're on the, you're on the correct path there so from <laughs> what I hear. So that's, that's amazing. I'm, I'm truly inspired by that. Yeah, I could see you being a big time producer for a movie. So you're <laughs> on the right route. That's awesome. Next stop is Hollywood, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I think you answered kind of my second question. It was tell us about your experience and you, um, Oh, yeah, I went down. <laughs> yeah, but what exactly led you to your career, you know, besides the experience that you've already listed, I guess, from, I guess, when you were a child and um, mm -hmm. high school, what, you know, um, continuing education, any of that, tell me, tell me about that, how it led you, you know, from the very beginning and how it led you to your, you know, you, to you being the director of audience development for the ensemble data. Okay. Um, so I actually started off in childhood. I was on a local children's show um, oh, okay. when I was around age 10. And so that was the first time I was kind of introduced into entertainment, um, you know, to dance classes um, and different things up to there. When I started fifth grade, I started playing um, the violin. And then by the time I was in, I think, seventh grade, somewhere somewhere mid-middle school, I started also playing um, the upright bass and the piano, and then oh. eventually started songwriting by the time I started high school. Um, I did not go to an arts-focused high school or a performing arts high school, but I did partake in all of the performing arts programs at my high school. Wow. Um, so I did everything from uh, the symphony orchestra, I did choir, the performance choir, I did um, the acting classes, the dance classes, and um, some of the like public speaking type classes, not really debate, but just more like, um, I don't want to say lectures, but I don't know the, I don't, I don't have the proper vocabulary term, but pretty much public speaking 
um, outside of debate type classes. And so I graduated. I started college at a performing arts college, and that's where I got you know, um, involved in the uh, music industry. I wanted to be a recording artist uh, from the time that I graduated, so I thought that it'd be wise for me to learn the business. Um, so I did that and had a focus in marketing. Um, I actually had my first internship as a sophomore. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to wait till your senior year, but I actually had a publicity and public relations internship as a sophomore. Then I transferred schools and um, I ended up finishing school at Rutgers and uh, graduated with a film, television, and video production degree with a um, minor in um, interdisciplinary entertainment studies. Wow. So from there, I, um, you know, something that I used to do on the side was um, help with set design and wardrobe styling. So I kind of got myself through school doing that, um, as well as, you know, events. I did a little bit of modeling, um, you know, to kind of get through college. So by the time I graduated, my first real job in entertainment was with Neek, um, is N-I-K. And it's N-I-K? Like, that was your first uh, musical job? Um, no, that was my first entertainment media industry job. So it's an international fashion magazine mm-hmm. that used to be oh. in publication um, in the 2010s. And um, I was brought on, I was initially brought on as a um, assistant to the film and photo department when they would do the um, going to the different African fashion weeks and cover the events, the runway shows, um, different things and around the country. And I got promoted into um, one of their their lead stylists for the photo shoots that were produced mm-hmm. in-house. And I was also um, the social media manager. That was when, you know, that was a very new type of position. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was, yeah, that was my first um, entertainment industry job. And then from there, I, um, it took me a while before I started getting um, acclimated (laughs) with the larger companies. Um, I worked for a theater uh, as an actor for a while. Um, It's called Unity Theaters in um, Newark, New Jersey. And um, I was doing that, excuse me, as well as um, promoting my own music, uh, promoting, um, I was trying to also, um, market myself as a stylist in addition to that. So I was doing a lot of contracting gig work for a couple of years. And then um, eventually I got linked in with um, Amazon when they were on the cusp of developing or expanding the Alexa product line. So I worked with um, just all of their outreach um, to the community, everything that had to do with Amazon Music. Um, They were really trying to push Amazon Prime. They were um, competing with Netflix at the time. So I was um, working with a team that did that for a couple years. And then I went from there to um, working with Nielsen Ratings. And then I came here. (laughs) Goodness. That's one, one... That's one long journey. That's that's great. That's really yeah. good. <laughs> With a lot of short it makes thoughts. you very well rounded, <laughs> though. I mean, and you've been exposed in plenty of departments to get where you're at, though. I mean, that's oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
So yeah, I think you answered number three also. What have you done in audience development? So <laughs> you're ahead of the game here. I guess my uh, question, my next question is, what do you like most about musical theater? Um, what I like most is the performance aspect. Um, I love to perform myself. And so I can appreciate it from the standpoint as an artist and performer. Um, I'm one of one of my things outside of just music is um, design and costume. You know, it's something that I also do. So being able to be intricately involved with that process, um, see things to start to finish, and then having the responsibility of making sure that the great art that that is produced here at the Ensemble Theater is not only shown to the public but promoted in such a way that does it justice um making sure that you know they get the attention admiration and credit that they deserve for the hard work that they put in collectively as the artistic department um you know there's some beautiful beautiful work that is produced at the ensemble theater um everything from the set design and the whole design team that works on the set uh, the individuals that get hired to do the costumes and the wardrobe styling here, um, even our, you know, hair and makeup artists, and especially, you know, our performers, you know, just every piece is so vital and necessary, and every piece is perfect in its own way, and, you know, that's, all of it collectively is my attraction, and, you know, it's what keeps me going um, in my position on a daily basis. That is neat. I'm trying to put into words and notes here. It's, <laughs> you should have had an article or a book published a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's something that's been on my list of, you know, my to-do list for several years. So mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe again, maybe 2023 is that year. <laughs> I, I hope so. I'm with you on that too. <laughs> Um, can you describe your daily routine at, in your in your current position as a as a the director of audience development? Um, so my current routine um, it varies from day to day. Um, currently, I mean, I do have a colleague that works with me on some of the marketing, um, but it's just us doing the full range of marketing activities. Um, so I could be doing anything from evaluating the marketing plan to see, you know, how on target we are with the marketing goals that have been set forth overall as well as well as the each individual show and product that the theater produces. Um, I do a lot of publicity and public relations work, especially as we have mainstay shows approaching. So that ranges from everything from developing the press release, um, making sure that we have press photos available for uh, news media outlets. Um, contacting press, um, making sure that we have theater reviewers coming in to review the plays, um, developing plans where we can get more new audiences, hence audience development um, into the theater. So that could range from anything from having influencers come out, working with VIPs, or working with various types of new media outlets in the form of um, internet-based digital and podcast media come out and cover the theater, cover the shows, cover the programs, or cover um, any one or more of the great individuals that work here. Um, so there's a lot of that that happens. 
Um, there's also a promotions aspect as far as um, the distribution of print materials such as flyers, um, season brochures, and playbills. Um, I developed the press kits, and um, yeah, that's that's the majority of what my day is. You know, with some other small things here and there, um, making sure that there's appearances lined up for like our actors and um, our artistic director Arlene J. Morris. Um, as well as others um, in the theater that are doing a lot, especially with the community, um, like our associate artistic director, director uh, Rachel Hemphill Dixon, um, our director of youth engagement, um, Stephen J. Scott, and some others. Okay. That's okay that's it's it sounds like it's mostly marketing too that you do on a daily day-to-day -day basis yes it's very very marketing heavy um well maybe i could ask you for a few tips then <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um what would you say is some of the what are some most important skills um as a director of audience development to have um, well, I do think that you need to know and understand marketing um, from the science of marketing as well as the art and the creative aspects of marketing. You have to have both the, um, the technical skills of being able to conduct the data research necessary to understand where your um, organization is in a general scheme of things, um, you know, who identify who your target audiences are. And it also takes that creativity equally because you have to know what's going to aesthetically attract um, new audiences as well as maintain um, the quality of art that established audiences are used to. Um, so I think that the biggest skill is just not having that, that, that marketing mind um, and then being able to go from the, the scientific technical side of it to the creative artistic side of it um, as needed um, so that you can accomplish the goals that are set forth for your organization or wherever, you know, you happen to be conducting marketing activities. That is, that is very true of everything you just said, too. <laughs> I think it's important to have in just about almost every industry. There has to be some, you know, marketing passion, marketing driven, you know, skills to have. Yeah. Yep. So how do you stay mot motivated at work? Um, I'm motivated primarily through the art and wanting the overall vision of um the overall mission and the overall vision of uh, the Ensemble Theater's founder, George Hawkins, um, that's, those are both huge motivating factors. Um, I sincerely believe that the Ensemble Theater is not only an important part of uh, Houston culture, but of Black history overall, nationally. Um, this theater has been the home of a lot of firsts and a lot of onlys, and that's important for the greater story of um, just the African-American legacy nationally, um, as well as, you know, to the African diasporic 
uh, legacy as well. So those are huge motivating factors in making sure that those goals and that vision continues, um, which is a key point in audience development, because as more um, people in our community, and especially within the culture come of age, they need to know that the ensemble theater is just as important as the Apollo theater um, and, you know, places like that, that have that historical relevance where, you know, it's almost a household name. I guess you're kind of getting into the question, why do you think ensemble is important in theater? <laughs> I think so that much the historical relevance. <laughs> um, I think that there are many reasons. Um, I think that we have a very unique mission um, in terms of preserving um, the African-American legacy through the art form of theater and being able to tell our stories in our own voices. I think that's probably one of the most important points and making sure that that continues to happen, um, which again is also why I place that high value on, you know, just it not only being a important part of Houston culture, but also of um, African-American, greater African-American culture and history. That was beautifully said. <laughs> Thank you. And let's see. Um, what is the work environment and culture like in ensemble theater? Um, the environment is um, very artistically driven, uh, which allows for a great amount of co-collaboration um, across um, everything that we have to do here from the business to the art. Um, you know, we're a small uh, staff, so there's, you know, we don't have you know, tons of people <laughs> walking around the building. Um, we speak openly with each other. Um, we're honest with each other and we work together cohesively to make sure that we produce the level of quality of art to the public that, <laughs> that, yeah. that we should. And, you know, as in your current position, um, what are your goals? further and um, in theater? Um, so my, my, my goals for the, um, my position here and the um, organization are to uh, create a bridge in which new audiences do start to come. Um, one of my um, primary goals is, um, you know, most of our dedicated um, patrons are older Gen Zers, boomers and so forth, um, older generations of people. So I definitely want to create opportunities where more millennials, uh, from younger to older millennials, are getting involved with the theater on a consistent basis and becoming that new base of support um, for the theater in the far, in, you know, in terms of, you know, being uh, subscribers, dedicated patrons, donors, um, et cetera and also creating opportunities for Gen Zers to start getting involved um, more with the theater. Uh, we have a youth program, it's called the um, Young Performance Program. Um, the children that are participants in the Young Performance Program generally go on into um, different 
facets and areas of the arts and entertainment industry. And so definitely making sure that, you know, they're properly supported um, by not only the ensemble theater extended family, um, but also by the community and that those careers that are budding get the support that they deserve. Um, so definitely developing new audiences, um, hence my title, and making sure that, you know, that they are firmly set to carry on the legacy um, as the current um, patrons and subscribers, you know, those, uh, the current customer base um, in the target market, you know, continues the age that we have, those that are coming in to continue the legacy and represent um, in the way that it has been represented um, since the onset of the Ensemble Theater. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you again next Thursday at 6 p.m.